Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 298, continuing our discussion and look at recording audiobooks. So if you're new to this miniseries or new to this podcast, I recommend you start with episode 291. That is my conversation with Angelo Spinello. He's the author of the book, I Am a Professional Metalhead, of which I was the voiceover artist for the audiobook. And then the official kickoff for this miniseries is 294. And all the way through last week, we've been covering different aspects of recording an audiobook. In particular, last week's episode 297 is where I got into the nitty-gritty of software. And I talked about uh, three different software uh, options that are out there. There are many more, I'm sure, but uh, three that I'm familiar with, including the one that I used, which was Audacity for I Am a Professional Metalhead. Today, I'm going to talk more about vocals your actual voice and some tips and best practices that I have so that you can give the best voiceover or narration possible for doing an audiobook. First thing I always, you know, I recommend and I, you know, just from my own experience, get a sense of the book, read through it at least once, if not twice from cover to cover. And with Angelo's book, I actually bought it not uh, initially not as a potential voiceover artist, but I just bought it because uh, he's a friend of mine and I'd been looking forward to reading this book. He'd been keeping me up to date on his progress with it. And when it came out in December, I ordered it, I read it, I thought it was fantastic. And then as we got into a discussion about the book, I was reading through it again. And that's really where the genesis of that was for me doing the audiobook was the was the discussion and actually reading through different parts of it again. And so really that's going to be important. Get a sense of the book. And because there's so many different types of books out there, that's going to inform the style and the voice that you bring to the narration. I think this is why it's also important that if it's possible, have some kind of ongoing feedback with either the the author, the publisher, or some producer, if you're if you're doing this uh, as a work for hire for a, a publishing company for a, a traditionally published book, you'll be working with a, a producer or sound engineer, so they'll be able to give you specific direction. If you're doing this independently, as I did, uh, what was important for me was actually working in tandem with Angelo, and I talked about this on a prior episode, establishing a good workflow. So let me kind of break this down using the book I Am a Professional metalhead as the example because that's the the one that I did the voiceover for that's that's my uh, experience with audiobooks so far so what was interesting about that book is that it really covers three areas all related to Angelo's love of heavy metal music it talks about his family life so there's a lot of personal stories a lot of personal anecdotes in there Uh, obviously his love of music his lifelong love of music which has a whole separate tone everything from his early days going to concerts to buying albums to meeting musicians and then uh, his professional life you know, as an attorney throughout his career. And all of these blend together, but there are also some distinct parts to the book where some parts of the book are very business-oriented, so that required one type of voice, and others are much more personal, requiring a different kind of voice. So this is something that you're going to want to do as a voiceover artist. And for me, 
Having been an actor before, having worked in film and television, this is something that I had some training with. Uh, and you don't have to be a, an actor to be a voiceover artist or to do a narration. It does help if you have that background, though. But really, the key is to find the voice. That's what I call finding the voice of the book. Because you're not simply going to be reading the words off the page. You're not just going to do a monotone read and just read the words off the page. Really, uh, that's not the point of doing an audiobook. You really want to express the the tones, the emotions, the points. And as I mentioned, it's going to be important to find out what the themes of the book are. So if it's a business book, you're going to probably be taking a more formal tone. Uh, or unless it has some blend of humor in it, in which case you might be uh, going back and forth between serious and lighthearted. If it's a personal book or if it's a, a memoir, you're going to be taking on a much different kind of voice. So imagine yourself in the scenario as much as possible as you're reading through the book. One thing that I think is important is that if you do get a chance to work with the author and you're talking or speaking with them, discuss this with them. Discuss what they feel is the proper tone for the book. And that's something that Angela was great at because there were times where I would interpret the passage one way, but then during our weekly feedback, he would give me his interpretation. And I usually defer to the author uh, because really what I'm trying to do is bring as close and as authentic an interpretation of what the author intended as possible. Uh, And really a, a lot of that will be about understanding the book, but also, if possible, working with an author or a publisher or a director or someone who has a good sense of the tone of the book. One thing I will point out, it is important that you not necessarily try to imitate the author. Now, if you can do a good impersonation, that might be helpful. It might be useful, but that's not necessarily the point. For Angelo's book, what's interesting, and if you listen to episode 291, we actually bring this up, Angelo and I have very different voices. He has a, a regional dialect. He's from New Jersey, and he, in fact, he joked that uh, he, when he was listening to the, me doing the audiobook, he got used to the idea that it wasn't with a Jersey accent. My goal was to convey the tone, the emotions, and to be as authentic as possible and as true to Angelo's intent, but I didn't necessarily want or intend to imitate his voice or his accent. So really consider those things as you're going through the book. In terms of additional technical points, you're going to want to make sure that uh, when you're actually recording, and I talked about the software last week, and then two weeks ago I talked about some of the technical and the equipment, do a pause at the beginning and at the finish of each recording. I'm going to cover this a little bit more as we talk about the uh, final processing to get your files onto Audible, but leave some uh, space, and that also helps you kind of get into the frame of mind before you actually start the narration. I talked about this earlier as well. Make sure you have a really easily accessible copy of the book next to you, and for me, it was having the ebook copy right alongside the software as I was recording. It allowed me to look uh, onto the, the page and the, uh, the sentences very quickly, very easily without having to turn the pages. Or for a lot of people, they will print out a loose leaf copy and have it uh, clipboarded right next to their microphone so that they can look at it very quickly and easily. 
Uh, as you speak, you're going to want to be about three to six inches from the mic. And a lot of this will depend on the mic. So do a test. You want to make sure that you're projecting clearly. If you're using recording software, and most recording software will have the same kind of uh, metrics where you'll see a bar that'll go up and down as you're speaking into the mic. And generally speaking, you want to stay in the green to the yellow area. That that just indicates how loud you're speaking. You don't want to go into the red. So make sure that you're not going to the red because that means that you're speaking too loudly. Breathe regularly, but try to breathe silently. It's going to take a little getting used to. And it sometimes helps to do breathing exercises before you actually begin. And try to finish complete sentences or paragraphs in one take if it's possible. It's not always possible. You may slip up. You may have a, a, a missed word. You may make a mistake. You may have to go back. As you finish those paragraphs and those pages, go back, listen to it. You may f- hear a little bit of breathing in between sentences. You may hear some sound chips. And you're going to need to decide whether or not you want to edit those out or if you want to do a complete take. And as I was working through I Am a Professional Metalhead, there were times where I was able to edit out the sound chips or the breathing such that you couldn't even notice, and other times where I had to go back and actually redo the sentence paragraph, and there were even one or two times where I had to actually redo a whole chapter. For projection, let's say you have a statement that is supposed to be louder maybe has an exclamation mark at the end. You're going to want to lean back a little bit, so a little bit further away from the mic, and you might want to turn your head just slightly just so that you can project it without the meter going into the red. Now, as I mentioned last week, if you're using Audacity, there are plugins that you can download. I talked about this last week where it'll help you with your sound levels, but you want to make sure that you're projecting as clearly as possible without going into the red so that uh, it, it really just makes it that much easier to format the sound files. This one's important. I'm going to talk about pronunciation of difficult terms, terms of art, or names. One thing I should point out is that I am not a metalhead. Uh, I don't know much about metal music and the world of metal has a lot of musicians, a lot of uh, bands, and a lot of songs. And uh, they're peppered throughout Angelo's book. So uh, there are two things you should know about this. If you're working on a book that has a lot of technical terms of art, you're going to either want to work with the author and have some kind of arrangement whereby they can help you with some of those terms of art. Or if that's not possible, here's my recommendation. This is what I did. I didn't want to bother Angelo every time I ran into a band name or a song name that I wasn't familiar with. I would go on YouTube look up interviews with that particular band. And at the beginning where they're giving their call sign, a lot of times the band member where the interviewer would call out the name of the musician, the band, or the song. And that would help train me on the correct pronunciation. In fact, there are a couple of times on episode 291 where Angelo mentions that he was really impressed that I picked up a couple of names on my own without having to ask him. So as much as possible, there are a lot of resources out there that you can tap into, and YouTube is a great one. And a a really great backhanded compliment that I got from several people is that, hey, John, I didn't know you were a metalhead, and I would tell them, no, I'm actually not. I was just doing the voiceover for this book. So really, uh, it doesn't matter if you're a subject matter expert. What matters is that you convey the proper tone, and the intent of the book itself. Let's talk a little bit about sound effects. And a lot of this will depend on the author's wishes or the publisher's wishes. 
sometimes they will want sound effects to accentuate different parts of the book. And actually, I deferred to Angelo. Angelo had a couple of notes as he was reviewing the chapters as I submitted them. He would say, because there were certain parts of the book where he, he would say, maybe we should put some sound effects in there. And I'll give you an example. He actually has some conversations recreated in that book. And uh, in particular, conversations that happen while standing in line at concerts. So just to distinguish those from other texts in the book, Angelo came up with the idea of adding in a crowd sound effect. In fact, if you go to the Amazon sales page for I Am A Professional Metalhead and listen to the sample, I believe there's actually part of a conversation in that five-minute sample that you can listen to. So work with the author on that. And if you need sound effects, GarageBand on Apple, which I talked about last week, is a great source for royalty-free sound effects. In fact, that's what I used for the sound effects that we had for I'm a Professional Metalhead. The other place where we put sound effects, and again, this was up, this was Angelo's call, was to put some sort of noise or music at the captions. So that was key to identify that I'm reading a caption or a header or something like that as opposed to main text. In terms of protocol, and this will vary from book to book, But generally speaking, you're going to want to read out everything in the book, starting with the title page as well as the copyright uh, and then the uh, protocol for the different parts of the chapter. It would be if there's a part header, chapter header, subheadings, and then the text. Generally speaking, you're going to skip over things like charts or chart notes or headers, footnotes or endnotes. But again, this will depend on the book. If it's a more kind of textbook maybe that you're narrating, Footnotes and endnotes might be important. So again, that that might depend on the author or the publisher. Review, review, review. This is going to be key. Uh, going over those sound files and those recordings once they're done, picking up on any errors or mistakes or sound artifacts that you're going to need to smooth out, edit or redo. And if possible, work with the author. Have them review it as opposed to waiting till the end. It's much better if you actually work with the author throughout the process. Of course, that's going to involve getting the author involved. Uh, If you want the write-up for today's episodes at bemovingforward.com, there's also a link to Audible if you are not a member and you want to try it out. It's an affiliate link, and you can get I Am a Professional Metalhead for free. If you're already an Audible member, consider using one of your Audible credits to get I Am a Professional Metalhead, the audiobook written by Angelo Spinello, narrated by yours truly. I'll be back next week. Have a great week.